0: Shut down, double kill, triple kill, Aced. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Twisted Trio podcast. Tonight, we're going to be doing something different. It's going to be the Twisted Solo podcast. Um, And me, your host, Camping Dragon. And I'm going to be going over the late patch notes of 7.12. Um, Yeah, so we had a few champion changes. We had some rather large item changes in this patch, and finally we had a few, a couple of uh, really awesome skins released. Um, the reason for this uh, solo patch coverage is uh, just had some scheduling debacles that happen for the Twisted Trio, and so rather than just letting this slide on their wayside, not covering the patch at all, figured get it done. I'll do it by myself, we'll go over it real quick. And then we'll try to get back on a pretty normal schedule in the next episode in which we will be going over LCS Overview Week 3. So let's get started with the patch. First up on the patch notes is Camille. Um, Camille got a cooldown buff on her passive, which is her Adaptive Defense. And it was changed from being 12, 15, and 10 seconds down to 16 13 and 10 seconds. And then second, her precision po- protocol, which is her Q on her second hit rather than the second hit being 180% of her t- attack damage, it is now buffed up to 200% of her attack damage, which is uh quite a big buff. Actually, it's not that big, that's about what it was when um she was first released so now they're just buffing that back up yeah she's had a bunch of nerfs since then Corky he has a few changes as well they are uh changing his passive so that rather than doing 50% physical damage and 50% magic damage now he will be doing 50, or 20% physical damage and 80% magic damage which means his scaling with uh void staff and with Sorcerer's Shoes is going to be all that much stronger for the magic pen side of his kit. Um, there's also a new change to Phosphorus Bomb, where Phosphorus Bomb and Missile Barrage can now be buffered during Valkyrie's travel time. So when you hit your Valkyrie, you can, in the middle of the travel time, you could actually push those to so that right when you come to your stop, you'll actually fire those off, which is pretty cool. Um, oh yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to cover a few other stats since we are doing this a week late, just to see how these changes are actually affecting these champions. So, <laughs> so as far as Camille goes, as of patch seven eleven, which is the previous patch, she had a win rate of. She had a win rate of 49.3 as of this patch. One week later, it's now... Actually, wait, hang on. 49.03. Now, as of this patch, she now has a win rate of 49.19. That is a slight increase, but I don't think it's enough to put her over the edge. Um, But I guess she could see pro play now. Her, her Q does work really well on turrets. And as far as Corky goes with these small changes he corky was getting very little play before and but now as of 711 his win rate was 46.77 now his win rate has gone up to 50.19 and uh, so he, he, that's Quite a big increase. I'm expecting to see him in pro play pretty soon. So Ivern, he was uh, his E was hit pretty hard with the nerf stick once again. Uh, trigger Seed is his strongest ability, and so it, it keeps being the focus of his nerfs. They're I they're essentially just lowering the base protection of the shield though, because they want Iverns to build more uh, AP based. So they're a little bit squishier and not so heavy on the uh not so heavy on the tank side of things, which a lot of iverns do go, so that way they could stay alive longer and provide more support longer. So it's now a choice. You can either have a bigger shield or you can have a smaller shield and be tankier, but Ivern's not exactly a front liner or er, frontliner. So I I would think you'd go with the AP build always. Um Ivern, as of patch 7.12, patch 7.11, his win rate was 53.24%. One week into patch 7.12, and his win rate has dropped to a 51.46. I doubt it was because of the change. It's probably just because more people are playing him, because LCS is running, and he's kind of a niche pick that gets picked quite often in the LCS. Um... Jack's got a small buff, just, uh, maybe Darshan will be picking up again soon. Um, His W's Empowered Strike, his bonus range, or he gets bonus range now of 50 when he uses his Empowered Strike, which is his W, and that is usually the first thing that you finish uh, empowering on him, or you finish buffing on him, so that'll be nice. That means it'll be harder for people to uh, kite back away from him. Uh, let's, let's see if his r- win rate has changed significantly at all. Yeah. It's had a slight increase. So as of seven 11, it was 51.29 in the top lane. And now it is increased to 51.96%. That's put, that puts him, uh, in the 13th place. 13th. Really? There's that many above him. Anyway, he, he's had a pretty decent increase. It's an increase about 0.5. As far as win rate goes, win rate meh. Uh, next up on our list is going to be Jin. Jin's Dancing Grenade. The base damages were lowered by point or by five, but the uh, total attack damage ratio was increased from 0.3 to 0.5 to 0.4 percent to 0.6 total attack damage ratio. And his, uh, curtain call, his R, base damage per shot was increased from, uh, 40, 100, 160, up to 50, 115, and 180. Karma. Um is next up on our list. Well, actually, let's, let's check out Jin because Jin hasn't been getting played that much, and this patch, I know he has. I've gone up against a few. 7-Eleven, his win rate was at 48.06%. Now his win rate is 50.24%, just over the 50% mark, which for champions is healthy. That's, that's a pretty good place for him to be. Um, I don't think they should mess with him beyond that point, actually. Karma. So, Karma, her shield, Inspire, um, its shield was changed from 70 scaling up to 190 uh, at level 5 to 70 scaling up to 170 at level 5, and the Mantra, Defiance, which is her uh, Mantra-E, it's overflow for the shield that spreads out to other champions that was changed from being 50% of the primary target shield to 30% of the primary target shield. So you'll still be shielding the whole team, but it'll be for less. Um, So karma, her, her win rate as of this patch did drop. It dropped by, Oh, over 2%. It, it, dropped a decent amount. So, she's she is uh her current win rate has dropped to 44.75%. Um in the support role. So, I'm thinking she's she's a a little weak right now, but she's they're going to probably keep her there because she gets picked so much in pro play. Um finally, we get to Kindred, who I had a lot of words to say about this patch because i felt like she felt like crap um which was true her her whole um like to get her stacks and everything it feels really bad she felt really weak early on um you could literally pick any jungler uh, into kindred and you could just counter jungler and if she was there you could just kill her and that was that uh but For this patch, they actually increased her base attack damage from 54 up to uh, 57. So that way she's not shooting spitballs in that early game. She's actually shooting arrows, which she does have a bow and arrow, so that helps out. Her W Wolf's Frenzy, it's, it's dash speed when it's inside of its circle, and also when Kendra puts it out, it has been increased to 1,400. And now, uh, if you cast it, and before it reaches its destination, if you use your Q, um, you will automatically get the cooldown buff on her Q, whereas before, if you threw it out and then pushed your Q too soon, you won not So that's a pretty good buff. And then finally, mounting Dread, her E, which is her big slow and uh, execution got a mana reduction excuse me for that email it got a mana reduction of uh 50 or it got a mana reduction from 70 mana down to 50 mana moving on to Malzahar oh Kindred she did have a win rate increase she was all the way down at 44.31 percent now she is up to 47.21 percent which is still really bad, and they they're they're still going to be loading her up with other buffs to kind of get her to even out. Because right now, she just feels bad, man. Um, next on our list, though, is Malzahar. Malzahar, Call of the Void. The damage on that is being changed from 70 scaling up to 230. It's be- down to 70 scaling up to 210 so that's his q Call of the void um those are just the base damages nothing changed on his on his uh ap scaling and his r nethergrass uh, the damage on it was changed from 125 scaling up to 375 now is 125 scaling up to 325 the ap ratio on it was changed from being 1.15 ability power to 1.10 ability power and now uh, there's a bug fix on it also where Quicksilver Sash and Mercurial Scimitar now properly purge only the suppression portion of Nethergrass Beam. Uh, the Beam will continue to tick on at it will continue to damage you, whereas before it was having a bug where it would break and Quicksilver Sash isn't supposed to break out of damage, it's only supposed to break out of the CC. So they've changed that. Um Nazahar's win rate did go up a little but granted after the changes that they made his win rate did drop all the way down to 41.91% in patch 7.11 and now it's going back up to uh it's at 43%. I don't but that's from the support role. Um I honestly I think these numbers are a little skewed because he's played primarily as a mid later now since they put the changes in. So Yeah, i I I think this win rate portion is nonsense. Why would why would you rate it as whatever? Yeah. Uh rock on Rock on. Um Rakan, he got Small change. It, it was more of a bug fix, but now uh, for his Fey feathers hit, which is his passive, now properly benefits from effects of uh, modify health and shield values. Uh, things like Wind Speakers and Forbidden Idol line. Those the item line and the uh, the Wind Speaker's blessing. For the Keystone Mastery, those weren't actually buffing up his passive, which I noticed because I ended up never building him with wind speakers because I didn't trust wind speakers, because he didn't get as big a shield as I wanted. So yeah. Um and then also his R this is a Quick clarity on his R. Cooldown's availability now displays accurately for allies in the HUD. So, now allies, I guess I guess before they weren't seeing the cooldown correct. They weren't seeing a correct cooldown representation of his R, and now they can. Um, and his win rate has gone up ever since his release, but as of this patch, it's actually down. It's down from it was at a 46.68% now it's down to a 44.24% in the support role which it's not great not great pardon me um finally let's we're going to move on to Rexi Rexi she got a change to her ultimate because they made it to where or er, there was a an issue with it where anyone playing the game of league of legends could dodge it. And that is no longer the case. Um, Her W also got a bonus AD ratio increase. So now it does, uh, rather than 0.4 bonus AD attack damage, it now does, uh, it does 0.8, which is pretty high. And, that means you're going to be getting a lot of a bur- uh, lot more burst on whatever enemy champion you jump onto when you pop out of the ground. Um, her base attack damage was also increased, as well as her armor growth. So her armor growth went from 3.4 to 3.75, and her attack damage went from uh, 55.6 to 8, up to 57.5. That was a ridiculous number before. They should have changed that a long time ago. Uh, her win rate jumped all the way from forty-eight point two seven percent all the way up to fifty-two point one seven. She's a little strong, but that's a that's a good spot for her to be in. Um, moving on to Rumble, who also got he got quite a few changes in this patch. Um, so his his heat. His heat for his junkyard titan is passive. Um, now decays in four seconds flat. From or it decays yeah. So it's decay start rather than decaying after three seconds. Uh, for if flame spitter was being used. Now it will start decaying in four seconds. Its heat decay rate has been changed from being 0.5 seconds. To one second, its heat decay amount used to be five per uh, five or five per tick for five ticks, then ten per tick. Now it's just ten per tick. You lose. So essentially, your Junkyard Titan will fall off quicker. Um, flame Spitter, his Q was changed. The damage to minions is now seventy-five percent of what it was. The cooldown was changed from being uh, six seconds at all ranks, which was ridiculous because you would use it. It would last for four seconds. You would have two seconds of your cooldown left, and then you would use it again, which was really oppressive. Now it uh, starts at 10 and scales down to six, and since it's usually the thing that you max out first, that should be great for Rumble. Um... The base damage on it was changed from being 75 scaling up to 315, now it's 135 scaling up to 315, so essentially it doesn't take so long to move up. The ability power ratio on it was increased from 1.0 to 1.1, so it does more damage from items. Overall, this is a buff to his damage to champions uh, later on. And then early on, his damage to minions is going to be about the same, but later on, it's going to be less. So he's not going to be clearing minions as fast later in the game as he did before this patch. As far as his win rate goes, it has spiked one week into his patch, or one week into this patch. His win rate was 48.5%. It has gone up to a healthy 49.41%. 49.41%. It's a little low, but eh, good Rumble players are gonna be good Rumble players. Uh, finally, we get to Zaya, who this is a very small change, and honestly, I don't think it's worth stating that her win rate has gone down a lot. <laughs> her win rate went down from 50% down to 48%. Um, but her Q double daggers. Um, she was having an issue where, or there was it—it it was kind of a bug, but it wasn't a bug. It was just kind of an, an advantage she had where she could throw out an auto attack when she would use her Q. So that way, automatically, like when you went to use your Q and you auto attack the enemy, three, you would have three feathers right there. You pull them back; they're automatically snared. That wasn't cool. Riot went, no, we're gonna we're gonna pull that out. You have to wait until after you throw your Q to auto attack, which. Makes it a little bit easier on us who are playing into Zaya, and I have, so I like that. Um, her W, Deadly Plumage, they, they essentially nerfed the cooldown on it. It used to be 16 seconds scaling down to 12 seconds, now it's 20 seconds scaling down to 16. She builds a bunch of cooldown reduction anyway, and this this ability didn't really need to be up. As often as it was in the first place, so I agree with this. Um, maybe they should have given it some kind of effect that uh, to where if she lands or when she lands uh, arrow or feathers with her her "e," that it could lower a percentage of the cooldown on this. That would have been pretty cool to just kind of balance that out. but then again, that would have probably made her overpowered, so I'm okay with that. Um, moving on to our last champion of this patch, which is Zack. <sighs> Zack, his unstable matter, was, the damage was lowered from 40 to 100, to now it is 30 to 90. Zach, I don't know if you know this, he got really strong during, uh, patch... Seven ten the middle of patch seven10 and in seven eleven he he had a win rate a consistent win rate of about fifty four percent and now it's dropped down to fifty percent so this brings him more in line but I've played against the zach and it's really obnoxious and he's still pretty powerful he is perma banned from pro play so we'll see if he stays in the spot or if they nerf him more okay finally moving on to items so walking about the iron solari got some changes uh its shield is lower its shield rather than being 70 to 665 depending on your level nowadays 65 to 434 but or depending on your level but it gets an additional plus two to 36 percent of the casters Bonus health on top of it. So if you're a tank, this item works really well. If you're not a tank, this item doesn't isn't as effective. So if you're playing as Braum or if you're playing as Tom Kench, perfect item. If you're not playing as those guys, not as perfect. Um, now moving on to Redemption. Uh, Redemption got nerfed. Outright, uh, redemption. Its health was lowered to 200, which makes it its health portion as useful as a Ruby Crystal. Its health regen was lowered from plus 75 percent down to 50 percent. Its mana regen was increased from uh, 125 base mana regen up to 150 oh 150 percent base mana regen. Um, its heal was changed also rather than being 65 to 490 dependent on level. Uh, now is changed to 30 to 370 based on level. However, it has a new effect called Uber Heal. Redemption's heal amount is affected three times as much by heal and shield power amplifiers. So essentially if you have an Athene's Holy Grail and you have... Uh, whatever the other attack speed support AP item is, it synergizes well with this and your heal goes up and you're essentially going to get triple whatever redemption is worth to you. So rather than it being 30 at level one, which you wouldn't have redemption at level one, but 30 at level one, it would be 90 at level one. Rather than it being 370 level 18, which you might not make it to late game, it's going to be... uh, is that one thousand one hundred and no 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 one thousand two hundred and ten at level uh so it's essentially a twelve hundred shield at level uh, at level eighteen so that's that's pretty handy that's pretty powerful wait no that's not right it doesn't triple okay never mind it doesn't triple the heal that was incorrect math. It doesn't triple the heal. It triples the percentage in which those items increase it by. So if the item increases it by 20%, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Forget what I just said. It's not that. It's close to that, but it's not that. Um, Anyway. Now, finally, we have the new item, which is Zeke's Convergence. This used to be Zeke's Harbinger, but they didn't like that, so they changed it. Um... Zeke's Harbinger is now called Zeke's Convergence, like I just said. Total cost was increased to 2400, okay. Its build path was changed from Glacial Shroud, Amplifying Tome, and Amplifying Tome, plus 380 gold to Aegis of the Legion, Glacial Shroud, and 400 gold. Removed Ability Power no longer grants 50 Ability Power, okay. Its Armor was increased to 60, which is pretty good. Uh, magic Resist, which is new. It has 30 Magic resist on it, which is nice. Cooldown reduction is 10% unchanged. Uh, mana, 250. Mana, unchanged. So the item has... it. They remove the whole nonsense where you link to an ADC and then they get empowered and you get empowered after you guys stack it up a certain amount while you're within a thousand range of each other. They got rid of all that. Now, it has a new passive, which, casting your ultimate, when you have this item, um, casting your ultimate near your ally, or near your ally surrounds, what? Hang on. Casting your ultimate near your ally surrounds you. Okay, now I got it. So, if uh, essentially, if you cast your ultimate while you're near an ally, you are surrounded in a frost storm that ignites your ally's basic attacks uh, for 10 seconds. 45 second cooldown on this. Um, allies inside the frost storm are slow... or er, Enemies inside the frost storm are slowed by 20%, which is pretty good. It's pretty nice to have that slow. Um, and your ally's attacks burn... Their targets for 50% bonus magic damage over two seconds. So 50% bonus, so whatever they're attacking at, an additional 50% as magic damage, which is strong. Um, now it has another unique passive, which is Frost Fire Covenant. Basic attacking a burning enemy ignites your Frost Storm to deal 40 magic damage per second and slow (laughs) and slow by 40 percent for three seconds um this item used to be a support item i think this item could actually work pretty well top lane now because since you don't have to link to a specific champion what you could potentially do take malphite top lane take this item you get some magic resist on top of your armor which we know is good on malphite ult in to a five-man enemy team you're going to emit it immediately emit your ice storm and all the enemy or all your teammates behind you are going to go in and they're going to try to clean house and they're going to be doing 40% or 50% additional damage on top of their damage plus that's for auto attackers so master yi link up with this item that's for basic attackers and then plus whenever they attack the enemy the enemy is going to be hit for 40 magic damage per second and slowed additionally on top of the twenty percent for forty sec for forty percent for three seconds, so that's actually looking really strong to me and uh, and I want to say a lot of the changes that they're providing to the support items I think are really making it to where they're going to become viable in other lanes. They aren't just support bottom lane, which I like um athene's holy Grail got a change its ability power. ...was lowered from 40 to 30, which it was already Bismo, so who cares? Oh wait, we care, which is why we're reading this. mono was changed from being uh plus 75 base mono ...up to 100% base mono which is kind of cool. Um, its cooldown reduction was changed from 20% to 10%. Hey, that's not fair. You know, us supports need some cooldown reduction also. But now its blood earn rate for its uh healing shield was increased so it used to be 20% of permitted permitigation damage dealt to champions now it's 25% of permitigation damage dealt to champions for its blood blood earn rate and it has a new passive they they removed the old passive where it did the whole mana regen health regen thing where if you got attacked if if your health was lower than your mana your health regen went up if your mana was lower than your health your mana regen went up they got rid of that that was nonsense get that out of there um so they removed that and instead they replaced it with a new passive called uh dissonance grants five ability power for every plus 25 base mana regen which, supports, damage supports are building a lot of mana regen down there in the bot lane. So, that's going to work lovely on them. Buff, that that's almost like the uh, death cap for support. Supports. I mean, it doesn't give as much mana, obviously. Or, as much ability power, obviously. It only gives 5 per 25%. But, hey, you get 300, or plus 300%, that's, uh, you're getting an additional 30 ability power, which never hurts. So if you're getting even more than that in uh, in, in your uh, mono regen, then good on you. Uh, moving on, Banner of Command. Banner of Command used to build out of Aegis of the Legion, Glacial Shroud, and 100 gold. Now, Banner of Command builds out of Aegis of the Legion, Raptor Cloak, and 200 gold. Whoa. Um, total cost is 2200 gold. The health regen is 125 base health regen. And it no longer has... Uh, it no longer gives mana. It doesn't, it doesn't give you 400 mana. But it has a unique passive point runner, which is the Raptor Cloaks thing, where it builds up 20% bonus movement speed over 20 seconds while near turrets and fallen turrets and void gates. Um, moving on from there, Knight's Val, the build path was changed. That's it. Oh, and it has a uh, 10% cooldown reduction now, which is also good. But build path has changed rather than being Crystal Line Bracer and Chain Vest, plus 850 gold. Now it is Kindle Gem, Chain Vest, and 700 gold, and it gets cooldown reduction. Um, the health regen on it was removed. It is no longer 100% health regen. So that's a shame moving on righteous glory righteous glory used to be a catalyst of aeons plus crystalline bracer and 750 gold now it is glacial shroud and crystalline bracer plus 950 gold um its health is now 400 which is lower its armor is up to 30 which is new it has cooldown reduction of 10 percent which is also new Uh, It has a unique passive, no longer grants Catalyst of Aeons Eternity, obviously, because it doesn't have Catalyst of Aeons. It's unique active, slow Nova, now automatically triggers if an enemy champion is within close proximity. So, if you use the active and you run up to an enemy champion, your slow will automatically go off. So look for those multi-slows, people. Um all right, and they removed the uh the way it used to work where it, it had to last for the duration or you had to re-trigger it in order to get it to go off early. Uh Glacial Shroud got a change, which who knew? Um the combined cost has gone down, it is now two fifty for the combined cost. The total cost has changed to nine hundred and the armor has changed from being twenty-five to twenty. So it's less armor on this item. Um, this also changed the combined cost for Iceborne Gauntlet and for Frozen Heart. However, the stats of both these items did not change. So when you have the combined cost of Iceborne Gauntlet and Frozen Heart, rather than them being 650, they are now 750 combined. Um, Raptors Cloak price point armor down. That, that's a little quote they put. But Raptor's Cloak, they changed the build path on it rather than it being rejuvenation bead chain vest and 250 gold, now it is rejuvenation bead cloth armor and 450 gold. So this is an alternative to building chain vest now rather than it just being off of chain vest. Um the total cost has changed from 1200 to 900, so it's more early game accessible and rather than giving 40 armor, it gives you 30, which I'm fine with. Actually. Um, the items that it builds into, such as Ohm Wrecker and ZZ Rot Portal, though their stats are unchanged, they now have a different combined cost, the same way that Frozen Heart and Iceborne Gauntlet did. Their I combined cost of Ohm Wrecker is gone from 650 up to 950. The combined cost of ZZ Rot Portal has gone from 780 up to 1080. Um the ancient or the Talisman of Ascension line, it got a change to where the total cost has been lowered down to uh 220. And the combined cost has been changed from 350 down to 450 uh, pardon me on said burp. Um, yeah. The relic shield line has some vfx updates and there was a bug fix on it which isn't that important and the uh, support quest progression vfx uh their status updates were a little too frequent so now you don't get updated as often how well you're doing as a support on your little quest that you get from your support item which you should be building as a support i would like to iterate um finally starting items doran's ring doran's ring's uh, mono return for killing minions is now unique, so you can't stack it, which is good. Um, Dorn Shield, its price was increased from 400 gold up to 450, so now you can't buy it and three health po or two health potions. Now you buy it in one health potion, which makes it more situational in the bot lane. Refillable potion has a new icon, which is cool. Um... As far as everything else, this patch, a little unimportant. They brought back the Blood Moon game mode where you play as only assassins, which everyone seems to either love or love to hate. Uh, There was quite a few bug fixes, but I'm not going to go through them because... No. And finally, the upcoming skins, which these were already released and have been bought a ton, and uh, I'm sure... Mr. Nighthawk will mention that he's already bought both. You have the new Dawnbringer Riven skin and the new Nightbringer um, Yasuo skin, which both of these are... They aren't ultimate skins. They're legendary skins. So, they both have completely new particles, completely new animations, everything across the board. They both look awesome, and with them is a versus event, which is going on right now, where... You pick a side, you play on that side, you get tokens for that side, and at the end of the event you can buy stuff with those tokens. I believe the event goes until the 24th. So if you haven't been picking up those those tokens during the event, you really should. But that will do it for Patch Notes 712. Uh, thank you for joining me. My name is Camping Dragon, Richard Camping Dragon Medina, to be certain. Uh, I know this episode was a little weird. As I said, I hope that we get back to more of a regular schedule and you could actually have a trio giving you your information. Uh, thank you for stopping by. You can check us out at Facebook, Twitter, and we also have a website up uh, called the Twisted Trio Podcast. Check those out. Uh, be sure to like us, subscribe, and share us on Facebook. If you do, uh, Mr. Nighthawk Will actually, he will be purchasing a mystery skin for whoever has shared us. And I don't know if, if multiple viewers or if multiple listeners share us, we're gonna probably have to pull the name out of a hat. But share us, you'll get your chance to get a mystery skin paid for you by Mr. Nighthawk. Um, aside from that, next episode is going to be on the uh, NALCS week. Three, which was awesome. Immortals went two and zero. Oh. Everyone knows that's my team by now. I'm super stoked on it. Can't wait to talk about it. And we will see you next time. Bye. It's a